0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to episode two of the Nintendo Aficionado podcast. I'm Jason, back feeling refreshed from a nice relaxing week spent in Walt Disney World, and joined again by my
1: good friend and fellow Nintendo aficionado, Matt. Hi, I'm Matthew. uh, And I'm not refreshed at all. I've been working all week. But but I've been keeping up on Nintendo news, so I can help talk about everything going on this week. Yes, you have. Very good. Um,
0: So we kind of want to talk about how this is a work in progress. Obviously, last episode
1: ran a little long, um, almost hit an hour, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's it, it, kind of long, but, you know, it's we're okay with hitting an hour, but we want to kind of try out some different formats and sure. maybe try to get this one to be a little bit shorter, right? Right.
0: So um, this one's going to be a little bit more, uh, how you say, uh, focused right on the news, right? On all the things that have recently come out. Yeah, uh,
1: I think we were planning a few different topics for discussion that we'll be talking about in future episodes. But uh, Nintendo did come out with quite a bit of news this week, and since we want to try and keep it a shorter episode, to try and you know see how that works out for us. um, Yeah, we're going to focus on everything that they've been talking about.
0: Cool. Okay, so let's start with uh,
1: Bowser's Fury, the uh, the trailer. I am so excited. This honestly went from being a game that I was okay, I'll pick it up, and hopefully this extra content will be mm-hmm. something interesting, to being right. like a day. Obviously, it's going to be day one regardless, but it's it's a <laughs> super exciting. Uh, you know, I, I'm like I'm hyped for it. This is almost as good as uh, like a Mario Odyssey DLC. Right.
0: Yeah, and I was I was pleasantly surprised. I you know I think we kind of touched on it last episode. Wasn't super keen on the idea of a of you know another Wii U port. Um, but the trailer did kind of sell me on at least wanting to pick this up close to day one.
1: Yeah, and and you know, before we even get into Bowser's Fury, just kind of rewatching some of the gameplay of the regular, you know, 3D-rolled uh, game. Right. It's been a while since we've played that one, right? So True. True. I'm kind of excited to kind of jump back into it as much as, you know, I could just do that on the Wii U. And <laughs> if it were just a straight port, I wouldn't be very excited about it. But the fact that, I'm going to be getting it for Bowser's Fury, and that. See, so I look at it kind of the opposite, right? It's 3D world with Bowser's Fury. I kind of look at the opposite. And Bowser's Fury, <laughs> and then you also get this this uh, game that you played a while back that you can experience it on the go, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, what do you feel like you got out of the trailer?
1: Uh, so, first of all, it's open world, and mm-hmm. as a huge fan of you know collectathons and open world 3D platforming games. That excites me greatly. Um, <laughs> it's in the kingdom of cats, which is just adorable. Uh, I, I don't know if you, if you, I mean, they showed it a few different times. those little cat, you know, yeah. actual yeah. cats that are just like cuddling up with Mario. Come on, that's cute. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that there are I think they called them cat shines. So you know, the collectibles that you that you find okay. in the game. Um, you know, they haven't outlined how many of those there are, how long the game is going to be. Uh, they did say it was going to be relatively short, so you know, hopefully, we're going to get a good four or five hours of, you know, gameplay if you want to hundred percent it.
0: Right, and uh, you know, <laughs> Bowser um, doing his best uh, kaiju impression, uh, and then Mario also doing a cat kaiju impression. What's what do
1: you think <laughs> that's all about? Yeah, I think what, what they call him Giga Cat Mario, something like that. Yeah, um, that's pretty <laughs> cool. I. I, I'm wondering if that's going to be the end game, if that's, you know, if it all leads up to that big encounter and that's the end of the game, or if it's going to be something that happens a few times throughout the course of it, what, what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, see, that's what I was wondering, because I don't like that they showed that in the trailer if that is indeed the end. Um, if it's something that maybe happens at the end of each area, or like as you complete sections, you have to kind of like run away from them or fight them, whatever. Uh, but it's it's hard to tell. It's hard to, it's hard to. I and mean, Nintendo is known for doing that, right? Like they'll they'll throw stuff in and make you think you know exactly what they're showing you, and then it ends up being something completely different.
1: Yeah, it's always jam packed. Like you think they're showing off way too much, and then you find out that it was like a tenth of <laughs> what they yeah. actually put in the game. So you know we can't play by the by the normal rules of of uh, video game trailers with them. Yeah. But... But yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, even if it is the end game, because it is kind of a relatively short experience, I'm really just excited to explore the area and kind of see what they've kind of put in there. So I'm not really too bothered if they kind of showed off the end game if the rest of the game is so cool.
0: Fair enough. OK, well, uh, do we have a release date for that?
1: Yeah, it's the uh, same day, February 12th, I believe. Um, and yeah, are you going to be getting it day one? Or did Bowser's Fury convince you? You know, I think it did convince
0: me. Um, we're we're assuming it's going to be a sixty dollars price tag, right? Yeah, I believe that they've announced that. Okay. Um, I'll probably pick it up on day one. It'd be cool to play, you know, alongside you and uh, kind of talk to each other about it while we're playing. Um, do you happen to know or have they announced anything regarding whether or not you can start that immediately upon, you know, firing up the
1: game? Yeah, uh, it is going to, or at least. The expectation is from uh, some shots they've shown, I believe, in on the Japanese side, um, they show that it looks like you can get it from the main entry menu into either game. So oh, cool. it's, not, it's not like you have to play one to get the other. Right. Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah it's pretty cool. And um, they have, I believe, one store has announced some pre-order bonuses, uh, a couple of, I think, two posters set at GameStop. Um, so... If you're so inclined, that is one route to go. I'm imagining uh, that other stores will have other things. Usually they have magnet sets. I think there were some um, pre-order bonuses in the UK announced. uh, Actually, a couple different countries. There's a a Steelbook version and I think some magnets. But in in terms of US, uh, I think the only one that's actually been announced so far is the um, GameStop posters. Okay, question. Are the posters put out by Ninpro? Uh, probably not, unless they're, <laughs> they decided to rebrand their, uh, their marketing wing again. Um, but like hey, there. yeah, you know, that's actually one of the topics that we have planned. So if, uh, people listening to this are like, what the heck are you weirdos talking about? Um, and you want us to talk about that, you know, <laughs> um, let us know, hit, hit, get, get on our Instagram and, and talk to us. Oh, and actually we probably should mention that, um, since our, our first episode, we actually created an Instagram account for the show. That's right. So you can find us at Nintendo Aficionado on Instagram. <laughs> um, and uh, again, I know we're going to do the tags at the end, but since we're already talking about Instagram, let's go ahead and, and <laughs> do it there. You can also find me at GameCube Freak F R E E K Games, GameCube Freak Games. Uh, and Jason, where can they find you?
0: I am Retro
1: X Games on Instagram. Cool. So now we don't have to do that at the end. All right. Cool. Uh, Um, And then also Nintendo went and gave us even more Mario news. So what are you thinking about getting a new Switch?
0: (laughs) I'm not keen on it, um, especially when it's not anything uh, particularly new or different. Um, The cool color scheme is interesting. Uh, I saw a lot of comments on a lot of posts, um, people frustrated that Nintendo announced this after Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It seems like like, a cool gift idea, you know, for a... for someone that you know, like they don't have a Switch and they've been wanting one, you know, would be kind
1: of cool. Uh, would you consider buying this? You know, I usually don't go for the special editions of consoles mm-hmm. unless it's the first one that I'm getting of them. Yeah. But I, so probably not. But this one looks really cool. It is. It does. Yeah. It, it, the The actual Switch system is a different color. Uh, that's red and blue. It's kind of mimicking Mario's, you know, overalls and, and shirt combo. Yeah. And uh, you know, the I think the, the dock is blue. Um, the the um contr- what's, what's it called the the Joy-Con like holder what, what's it called the the one that holds the joy cons to make it like a little controller. You know what is the name of that? I'm blanking <laughs> on the name, but that is also I think I think that's also red. So I mean, it's it's really neat. It's a, a different variation. A lot of their special editions they put out have been like you know like the. Uh, Uh, basically the dock has something on it or very or the joy cons are a different color it's nice to see the actual switch system getting you know kind of uh, iterated on yes
0: Um, it is interesting that this is um, we're getting into Zelda
1: 35th anniversary territory aren't we yeah like I said this is another thing (laughs) <laughs> I mean, well, you know, it's till March 31st. That's when they kind of pushed everything out to, and so this is coming out the same day as, uh, you know, as 3D rolled and Bowser's Fury. So, yeah, it makes sense. It's still part of the uh, kind of, I guess, year and a quarter long <laughs> celebration for Mario. Right. So, what else? What else Mario related uh, got announced? Uh, Mario pinset the second version of it, the second wave, and I'm. I'm excited about it. The pins look great. Uh, There's actually six of them in this one, five more for specific games, and then one specifically for the 35th anniversary. Hmm. Um, So the thing about this that I am a little bit upset about is you have to complete 15 missions. And obviously, um, that opens up the door because right now there's 22 missions. A lot of them have been timed, but even if you weren't keeping up on it because they added two more missions since they have announced it, uh, it's possible to basically go in if you completed the minimum that you needed last time to come in in now and kind of catch up with everybody else. Um, As somebody that was checking daily, uh, looking for new missions, making sure that I was keeping up on uh, on completing the missions timely, you know, I I prioritized it. I'm a little upset because it's so hard to get these. There's so many people that want them. Uh, It would have been nice considering they were putting those missions up all along if, you know, they had made it a little bit harder to get for the people that, you know, kept up on it and then if all those people got it and they had some extra then opening it up of course I, i'm not trying to gatekeep here um <laughs> but it does seem a little it's a little bit difficult because you know it's basically just going to be a mad rush again
0: yeah yeah and um well a shame to say i haven't even uh
1: checked them out checked the challenges out are they cool or are they kind of uh, it's good? it's a lot of the same fare uh you know mm-hmm. Look at this website and find you know the hidden Mario's. Uh, that's one of the newest one, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got some other. You know, a lot of the the timed ones that they had were participate in this Mario specific event. Um, for instance, right now is the Splatfest, the Mario, um, the Mario uh, Superstar versus uh, Mushroom uh, event. And so if you had signed up for that, then you get one mission, and then if you participate in it, then you're going to get the second mission. Um, so they did that a few times for for different games. Um, but like I said, you can kind of just jump in right now and just look at some websites and 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 get, and get caught up. Things have just been so crazy for me, so I'm definitely gonna go check that out. Yeah, I think you should be able to to get the 15 uh, that you need. Cool. But the pins look great. You know, hopefully uh, we can we can get them and everybody that really tries their best <laughs> to get there on. As soon as the opens can get them, um, hope, I'm hoping that they kind of learn from some of the complaints and are, have a little bit more uh, quantity this time. Right. And Nintendo also uh, very quietly announced a new uh, special mode for Mario 35. And for those who uh, haven't played it, Mario 35 is basically a competition with 35 or 34 other people playing the original Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. and uh, it's basically seeing who can last longer um within that game and so they're doing a new global it's called world count challenge and so uh, everybody playing all together are going to be working together to try and uh, do a certain uh, task a certain amount of time so for instance right now um, the one that is starting on the 18th and lasting for I believe a week is defeat 3.5 million bowsers and uh, yeah that's a lot (laughs) really cool yeah and, and I think what really excites me about this is the fact that they're actually giving um, my Nintendo point awards um, 350 for if everybody meets that criteria, right? Right. Um, Anybody who actually defeats at least one Bowser is going to get 350 points. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see them do that because, um, you know, the the fun thing with that is it's been hard to get my Nintendo points since they haven't been releasing new apps that are working with it. so, what are you, what are your thoughts on on that game and, and the potential reward?
0: Um, the game itself is very addictive. Um, I was playing it when it first came out. I was playing it on the Switch in handheld mode um, with you know with the Joy Cons attached to the the tablet. Um, it was not comfortable for me. It for whatever reason, I just it did not feel like it was controlling properly. And I don't know if that has anything to do with you know being so accustomed to playing the original. Super Mario Brothers with the NES shaped controller, you know, the linear A B buttons side by side. Um, so I do have that, you know, the Switch. Um, I don't know what you would call it, the Switch NES Joy-Con, um, the one that you get got through a uh, yeah, mind- the Nintendo one. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I've considered, um, uh, you know, syncing that up to the Switch and and trying to play it with that. Um, I think I might find it a little bit more enjoyable. What about you? You, you know, is that actually
1: compatible? Uh, good question. I would hope so, but maybe not. Yeah, because the only, the only reason why I'm, I'm thinking it might not be is because it requires the extra, um, uses the analog stick on, on the Joy-Cons to select who you're sending your attacks to. So when, when you clear an enemy, oh, okay. it'll send over enemies okay. onto their board. Right. Um, so you might not be able to, but if you could, that would be a great way to do it because you're, you're absolutely right. It is very cumbersome um, trying to use the Joy-Con because... You know, you you have to lower your your thumb to use that that uh, the, the makeshift D pad that they have, and it just yes. doesn't work as well. Right, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, if you do uh, do compete in it and you defeat a Bowser and you earn three hundred and fifty my Nintendo points, you can use those on some of the new rewards that they just put out.
0: Right. So, quick question. I'm um, just going back real quick. You said three hundred and fifty my Nintendo uh, points. Is that silver or gold?
1: That'd be the, the platinum points, the ones oh, that they've platinum, been using. Platinum, okay. Yeah, the ones they've been using for the physical rewards. Okay. And uh, there are two new rewards up there. Um, as of this point, the uh, one of them is already sold out. Uh, it's the Splatoon 2 Mario Splatfest keychain set. Uh, however, I've noticed what they have been. Most of the items they've been kind of putting back up there after a week or two, uh, basically restocking and and getting them up there. So you may still have a chance even if you um, missed out the first time. And that's only going for 350 uh, points. So you could take those points from uh, from playing Mario 35 and directly buy that item. Yeah. All right. Do you think you're going to try and get those? Oh, I already did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, again, I've been keeping up every single day, uh, making sure that I try not to miss out. Um, but yeah, they look pretty cool. Uh, I'm honestly very surprised that they are so few points. Three hundred fifty is really cheap.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a that's a decent uh, price. I have five hundred right now, and I was kind of trying to stockpile them for something a little bit more expensive, like you know the eight hundred um, point items. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I honestly imagine that these would have been at least 800. I kind of, because they've been hyping them for a while. They've, I think at least a couple months now, they've been definitely. talking about them. Yeah, and, um, you know, maybe they, I think they just kind of wanted to go with, you know, 350 because of 35 for the 35th anniversary. Um, cool. But yeah, it's a good deal, definitely. And the other one is uh, something that they had in Japan, I think last year it came out. It's a greeting card set. Um, that looks like the Smash Ultimate invitation. So the envelopes with the little with that's the seal. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that looks pretty cool. Um, and that's a four hundred coin, uh, uh, coin purchase. Okay. Hmm. And I did get those two. Okay. <laughs> well. but what what are you thinking of this uh, of these rewards they've been putting out on my Nintendo? Um,
0: they're pretty cool. Honestly, um, I haven't been keeping up with them as much as you have, uh, but I. Do appreciate that they're starting to put out more physical rewards. You know, that's been something in the past that's been kind of like uh, something they've been lacking. Um, They've always had those like wallpapers or digital offerings, and it's not something I really (laughs) feel—I feel eager to spend coins on.
1: Yeah, I don't think uh, most people did. Uh, (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's weird because it, it kind of felt like they were abandoning the program a little bit because for the. For the yeah, longest it time, it was 3DS and Wii U only for, for discounts and yeah. and whatnot. Um, you could only get, like, the, the best way to get coins is by playing their games, right? And it was only working with the app games, um, you know, so Fire Emblem, uh, Mario Run. Yeah. Um, and what, but then the last couple apps they put out with uh, uh, Dr. Mario and the Mario Kart, they didn't work with that. So it, it felt like they weren't really um, focusing on it, but... I don't know. All of a sudden, they started saying, "Hey, let's get some physical rewards out there." Yeah. Do you think that has anything to do with the new uh, the new president? I, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, it it could, um, but you know, he's it, I, yeah. I I have nothing to say on that. Yeah, like, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I know. Basically, he he's been around for a couple of years in, in the position now, right? So it, it's possible it took him a while to get around to it. He did, you know, talk about being a gamer and liking. You know, things like this, I'm sure. So it's cool to see that. But the other the other interesting thing that we've noticed is they also removed, uh, I believe, the Wii U and 3DS um, discount options. So you, you could have used points to buy discounts for those games. And I believe that option has been removed now.
0: OK, well, do you think a lot of our listeners, being Nintendo fanatics, um, do you think they're big fans of
1: digital, uh, digital downloads? Uh, I think some, yeah. I mean, this is a partially Nintendo uh, collecting show, uh, mm-hmm. which we haven't gotten too in depth on yet. Uh, but um, you know, yeah. I, I think a lot, I think the, of the one or two people that listened to this so far, I'm sure probably would prefer physical over digital. But um, you know, I think a, a lot of Nintendo fans probably were okay with that. But here's what the thing: I think they I think they removed it because they want to actually put in Switch stuff because they haven't yet right so,
0: yeah that's a yeah that's a good possibility
1: so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing I have lots of you know ideas of what they might be doing um maybe that's better for a topic for another day um, but yeah the, the my Nintendo stuff has been pretty cool I've been pretty excited to actually get some nice cool stuff coming in the mail from Nintendo stuff that you know maybe down the road people won't you know have been thinking too much about and and it'll be a cool little collector's piece well you're making me want to Go, uh, go check it out more. Yeah, you Hold need to. to. do that soon. <laughs> um, and then let's talk about Pokemon Snap a little bit. They
0: This is what I'm really excited about.
1: Yeah, they gave a release date, April 30th. Awesome.
0: Yeah, so I've been looking forward to this for so long. I know you have too. We've been wanting a Pokemon Snap sequel for so long. We're finally getting it. We kind of touched on it last episode, um, but I believe... We have
1: some new details now. Is that true? Uh, yeah, they gave another trailer. Um, it still They still didn't get too in-depth with it, um, but apparently it takes place on Lentil Island. Lentil? I'm not sure if it's which way it's pronounced. Um, and, you know, they, they showed off the new trailer, and one thing I did notice, because last episode we were talking about how we figured there'd be a lot of Gen 1 uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Um, it was mostly, it looked like Gen 2 and 3. So hmm. that was interesting to me. But it's weird on the box art, though. There's, there, was more, there were more uh, Gen 1 Pokemon on the box art than there were in, the, in this new trailer that showed about you know, 20 or 30 different Pokemon.
0: Right. Yeah, um, I don't know what to think about that. I, I think I touched on it last episode. I was mainly a Gen 1 fan. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy it. Um, the, the fundamentals of the game itself were fun. So I think I'll still be able to enjoy it uh, regardless of the Pokemon. Um, It looks like it's pretty similar in terms of the
1: gameplay, you know, on rails. It does, yeah. Throwing
0: fluff fruit, as they call it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and and they did actually say, you know, some Pokemon are going to be hiding. So, you know, it seems to me like they're kind of hinting at, you know, different types of Semi puzzle elements—you have to figure out to to get them to do, you know, to appear or to do certain things. So that sounds very similar, but also pretty cool.
0: They mentioned something about a shiny Pokemon and shiny uh, flora,
1: right? So you have to figure. They said it's up to you to figure out why they're shiny. Yeah, so kind of hinting, I guess, at some of the mysteries of the game. it sounds pretty cool. I'm excited to, to see that it is coming out April 30th. Um, that's kind of around when I kind of anticipated it. Um, so actually, maybe even a little bit later than I was originally thinking. But yeah, it sounds like a great sort of you know spring game. I'm you know?
0: oh, sorry, I want to go back real quick and just mention it's not, I shouldn't call it Shiny Pokemon. They call it an Illumina
1: Phenomenon. There you go. Whatever I was, that means. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> remember the exact name. So thank you for correcting that. But, yeah, Pokemon Snap. Um, and we do have one more uh, news item. Um, it is one that I think we've kind of, I guess questioned whether we should talk about, um, mm-hmm. because obviously this is uh, focusing only on Nintendo and Nintendo manufactured and you know uh, and published items. Um, Super Nintendo world has been delayed uh it yeah. was february 4th um but obviously there's a new state of emergency uh, in osaka so they've had to uh to push it back indefinitely um doesn't mean that it's not going to be happening it just means that they don't know when it's going to be opening um but you know I, I can't imagine that it would be you know too much later in the year i think when they get the vaccine rollout going we should see it um but i i did want to talk about super nintendo world in general um because, like I said, we, we weren't sure if we should talk about this. Nintendo is very directly involved with the creation of it. They have, uh, you know, Shigeru Miyamoto has been very involved and even showed it off in an official Nintendo Direct, uh, but, you know, which to me is, okay, That that's close enough to what we're doing with this podcast that we should feel comfortable talking about it. What, what do you think, Jason?
0: I agree. Um, I think that we should talk about it, um, especially when Nintendo is so directly involved. Um you know that's that's sort of why we're talking about it right that's why we're so such big fans of nintendo because of what they bring to the table and how they create things and how they think differently right, right. so because they're so heavily involved and even though it's technically a license for universal to use um it almost feels like it's an official nintendo uh product and experience. It does. Yeah.
1: And you know, I, I get really hesitant to you know to to lump it in with mm-hmm. with this but um like I, like you said, it basically is an Nintendo product they just can't put their actual uh published you know stamp on <laughs> it. Um but, but I think it's... it is I I think one of the more interesting aspects that we're going to see is if we are actually going to see items that are sold there that are published by Nintendo, because I know that they showed off that. Uh, and you know, the name, the name of it is escaping me. It's a, it's an odd sort of onomatopoeia sort of <laughs> sound. Um, but that special toy, the one where you push Mario and it, he looks like he's walking sort of like an automaton. Right. Right. And, and that seems, that looks like it's something that that is going to be official you know, pub- published by Nintendo. It is developed by their development team. Um, so I'm wondering if we're going to see actual items like that published by Nintendo with their official, you know, the UPC code and everything. Um, do you, what do you think? Do you think that everything is going to be licensed by Nintendo? Uh, well, this is where we get kind of into this,
0: out into the reads because. Um... I don't know <laughs> you know we have like the world of nintendo store and a lot of that stuff is uh i believe it's licensed right or is it, it mainly it,
1: in in the actual in universal studios in japan no i'm sorry uh world of Nintendo's like the world of nintendo store in new york the world of nintendo store oh in, uh, yeah okay yeah nintendo new york yeah the um they are it's a combination of things. They do have licensed products there, um, but they also have their exclusive items like their shirts, mm-hmm. which again is, is another great topic for this and what actually constitutes an official Nintendo item. Um, like their, their T-shirts are, for the most part, um, manufactured by Sportique, but I believe that they're being manufactured by Sportique for Nintendo. So it's instead of yeah. it being a licensed, you know, licensed by Nintendo for Sportique to make, Nintendo is requesting Sportique to make them. Um, so to me that, you know, yeah, that would follow in, in line with that.
0: And we've kind of gotten into that conversation before um, before the podcast, where we kind of talked about things where a company partners with someone to make shirts for them versus yes. handing off the license to the company, blah, blah,
1: blah. Exactly. But because this is in a universal park, is Universal going to be the one that is basically requesting... Like they're going to be working with Nintendo to decide what to make, or then Universal's the one requesting a company to make it. Uh, I don't know. We just need a barcode. Exactly. That'll help us. Um, <laughs> and and for those listening, if you have no idea what we're talking about in relation to barcodes, um, check out like my Instagram feed and to Freak Games. I did have a small post about that, um, and that will be a topic: uh, how to tell if a product is basically manufactured or, or distributed by Nintendo. Um, so future topics and also i'm sure we're going to be talking about a super nintendo world in one of the coming episodes now that we've kind of allowed, allowed that, that to be a full-blown topic we are both huge theme park fans as well mm-hmm. so you know i think um we'll have some uh, fun stuff to talk about there because they're showing off a lot and um i don't know i'm really hyped about it yeah i'm hyped about it too and i'm just going back real quick
0: to the uh the toko toko mario toko thank you toko 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 um Nintendo did mention that they themselves had been super excited and made it themselves in their um, um, in their headquarters,
1: right? Yeah, and their their R and D wing, their their actual uh, developers made it. Yeah, which I like. I don't know about you, but like, it's kind of cool.
0: Nintendo kind of go back to their uh,
1: some of their earlier toy making roots. Yeah, it looks really cool. I, I'm I'm excited to get it, and they have two variations, so. I'd want to get both. I'd imagine those would come out when, you know, we get it out here in the States, but uh, hopefully it's something that will be, you know, available. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Um, Is there anything else you want to uh, touch on? Any any other news or upcoming um, ideas for future episodes our listeners might look forward to?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of different ideas. Um, We'd actually like to hear from you, the, the listener, to kind of you know see w- what you want from us because obviously we're trying a few different formats our first yeah. one um was an hour long this one we're trying to keep about 30 minutes pretty close um and uh, uh so tell us you know what what you like if you like a longer episode you like a little bit you know quicker bites um and then also in terms of what, t- what type of topics this one you know we focused more just on news and I don't know. I had fun doing this. I don't know about you, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
0: I was gone. It seems like you were you were really on top of everything. You got everything collected for us. So thank you for doing that.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, and you know, so this is a way that we can maybe progress as well. Sometimes having just a news focused episode, um, but we have some other topics as well. Kind of diving into kind of the minutia of collecting and determining what items are put out by Nintendo. How you can tell that if you're interested in doing that sort of collecting. Um, or if you'd like us to maybe do a mixture in every episode—a little bit of news, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of maybe focus on one aspect of that—let um, us know if you want us to talk about Super, uh, Super Nintendo World in depth. Let us know if you want us to talk about a specific game, uh, because you know yeah. any game that Nintendo put out, we wanna we wanna dive into those as well. So that's another kind of aspect of this podcast that we're looking at. So lots of possibilities, but we want to hear from you. Um, let us know on. On our Nintendo aficionado um, Instagram account. Yeah, and and,
0: you know, even things like a a cool question you might ask us, and maybe we could answer it
1: on the podcast rather than just typing up an answer. You know, fun stuff, make it fun, interactive. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much. If you are listening to this, Uh, our our metrics are a little off. It looks like you know the only people listening to us are. Us and our spouses, uh, but if you are listening to this and you are not related to us, um, you know, thank you so much. Uh, this is new to us. We are uh, not 100 percent sure what we're doing at all times, um, but we're hoping to grow and hopefully, you know, somebody is finding some interest in this. Yep, exactly.
0: Well, do you want to finish off with a, a quick question, quick opinion, if you have one? Okay, just real quick, Matthew, do you have a favorite? Nintendo controller. Uh,
1: yeah, GameCube. Dang it. That was my answer. We're too similar. We need to start disagreeing a lot. Yeah. More. Um, <laughs> but... That controller
0: sucks. The NES controller was the best.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there is, a, there is a real argument to be made about the GameCube controller not being great. Um, for me, it, it fits perfectly in my hands. I like the clickiness of the analog sticks. Uh, I like the placement of the buttons. I know a lot of people. Don't because it kind of depends on what game you're playing. You know, Nintendo kind of created it for a specific type of game, and that's the type of game I tend to like to play. Uh, It works really well with platformers, having that giant A button. Um, But uh, you know, I I get also why people don't like it because they're they're it's a kind of a polarizing controller. I feel like. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Um, It is polarizing, but it was kind of like the birth of like this new direction. You know. Yeah, especially for Nintendo, but I liked how the C stick was—you know—it was supposed to be a play on the C buttons from the N sixty four, but it was in the form of a stick. But you could also use it as kind of like a second analog stick sometimes. Yeah, um, so that's kind of cool. Off. Yeah, um, and I can't remember did the Nintendo GameCube was that the first controller to use um, uh, have triggers that had the ability of you know doing two different things based on how
1: far you press them? The first for Nintendo. I can't remember. Was it the first for Nintendo or first for everybody? Well, for sure the first for Nintendo. Um, I'm, let's see, it came out right before did the original Xbox, I know that we're getting into the weeds on other things, but it's in relation to Nintendo. Um, did the original Xbox have that op- option? No, I don't think so. I okay. could be wrong, but I think it was just a single press. Okay. I would I would imagine it might have been, or at least, at least on the mainstream consoles. I don't know if there was like a PC controller that did something like that, but uh, very, very well might have been. Very well might have been, but for Nintendo, for sure, it was the first one. Uh, and I love, I love being able to, you know, like in Mario uh, Sunshine, being able to change the pressure of, yeah, you know, yeah, blood. like that was awesome. That worked really yeah, well. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, I will say, since we're talking about controllers here, um, very underappreciated one is the Nintendo 64 controller because it's so weird. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I, I I love the fact that you can hold it in different ways for the different types of games that you're playing. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But, uh, but maybe we can talk a little bit more in depth on controllers in another uh, topic. So, listeners, let us know what you think. Ask us questions, and uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you and interact with you as mu- much as we can. So, thanks for listening, and have a great day, everyone. Bye, everybody.